0: While I've got you, uh, you and I first got to know each other back when you were covering the Nuggets. I guess I'm interested in kind of your thoughts on them winning the first title in franchise history with a lot of the same people that were there, whether it's, you know, Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Malone, a lot of the guys that were there when you were still covering the team, what was kind of your reaction and some of your thoughts seeing that happen as somebody who had been close to it in the past before you got to New Orleans?
1: You know, I've, I've been such a believer in Jokic's talent and his game, his ability to elevate teammates, but I it was always thought people will never understand how good this guy is because it's just so hard for a team like the Nuggets to win the title and so many things have to go right. So I guess I was happy that people got to see Oh, Jokic really is this good. Like people were not just overhyping him. Like he really is this good. Like he's a, an incredible teammate. Um, so I was just happy for Jokic. I, th- I think firstly, and it, it's just been you know I so fun to see his journey from you know the the forty first pick in the draft to a guy who's coming off the bench his rookie year to where his second year they started him and Yusuf Nurkic together and that didn't go well. And Jokic asked to come off the bench because they got off to a poor start. And then it was clear he was better than Nurkic, so he started starting. And then it, they figured out that second year, okay, we got something. He's in this incredible offensive talent, kind of a sieve defensively. And, you know, him just slowly continuing to develop and get better. And I think the final piece for him was getting in incredible shape. Um, you know, and it was, it was kind of coming off that playoff run where they lost to the, the Trailblazers in seven games in the semis i'll never forget that what was it quadruple overtime game yeah. in portland where he played like 64 minutes or something <laughs> like that i mean that was that was completely insane and you know it was kind of coming off that run where Jokic was like okay i know i got to get in better shape now
0: yeah this is actually funny because of last season during you know the chauncey billups first year as head coach some it was early on in the season somebody. He was asked before a game against the Nuggets about Jokic, and he gave this answer that was like, "You look at Jokic, and you don't think he's in good shape, but he is actually in unbelievable shape because of how much guys are going at him on every possession."
1: Yeah, I I, I think he is. I mean, I think part of it is he can just play at his own pace, and he doesn't he doesn't need to like expend a lot of energy to just dominate a game. Um, but he definitely has has you know, got in better shape. I mean, I just can't believe the level he's reached. I mean, it is it's just insane. It was uh probably my favorite part of the playoffs was uh the Jokic Bros hoisting Malone in the air after they swept the <laughs> Lakers. Like I, I probably got the most pure joy out of any moment uh in, in that one.
0: It's a pretty cool story. It just 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 all across the board. It's all a lot of like a, lo- a lot of guys that you're just happy for like Jamal Murray having the torn ACL and then coming back from it you know Michael Porter with all the injury stuff that he's dealt with Aaron Gordon you know found kind of the spot for himself and then you you know you look at some of the other like Bruce Brown who's a guy that I know Portland was looking at last summer as a free agent along with Gary Payton who they ended up signing and that one didn't work out you think about how maybe that could have gone differently but it's a lot of it's a lot of it's just, it's, 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 a, it's, a sto- it's a story where I think, like, they win the title. I don't think anybody is mad at it. Like, you know, how, every, all the other teams that were, like, in the mix, there are people that hate the Sixers. There are people that hate the Celtics. There are people that hate the, you know, the Lakers for, or the Warriors or whatever, for, for, for whatever reason they, they do. And I think outside of, like, Sixers fans who are still mad that, about, like, the jokic MB like, MVP stuff, I don't think anybody is looking at this Nuggets team and being like, oh, I wish they hadn't won the title.
1: Yeah, and it it really was fascinating to see, you know, Jokic during this run. It kind of exposed a lot of the television media for not really understanding <laughs> right. exactly how good he was. I think, you know, so like you can tell by the MVP voting, right? I mean, like a lot of MVP voters are reporters and the the reporters understood if you look at the MVP voting, you know, giving them two of them. But the television media either didn't get it largely or they just talked about it in bad faith. But it was hilarious to see Lisa Salter say during the Western Conference finals, well, I didn't even really know about this guy. I had no clue. I mean, she, she, was, she was not alone. But I mean, like a, a lot of I think people a lot of people were surprised by this just because they get their information from television media. And it's like they just kind of ignored how good Jokic was.
0: Well, because the networks are only going to put—usually, they're only going to put on the Lakers and the Warriors and the Celtics and the Sixers and the Knicks and, like, a couple of—you know, a handful of these teams. And, you know, it's, and it's not even like—I I saw one of, these, one of these first take clips the other day where Stephen A. was talking about Dame, and it was like, if you were in a big market— we would be talking about you every day, and my immediate reaction was, "You guys kind of do talk about him every day about how he needs to get traded to the Knicks or whatever." But it really, it really is is interesting how, yeah, a team like Denver where they're totally off the radar nationally, but they've just consistently been, you know, getting better every year, and you know, now people, now it's like now there's no excuse for people to not, you know, know what Jokic is and you know how how good he is. I'll bet, I'll bet. I I don't really like to get too deep into the whole. Ratings discussion because I don't think that stuff's that interesting, but like, I'll bet they have more national TV games next year. I'll just say that.
1: Yeah, like I bet they have between thirty-five and forty, like a ton of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, look, I'm I'm excited for it, and I think the Nuggets. I'm not predicting a dynasty or anything, but I think they'll be in another finals. I'll just say that in like the next four or five years. Like, I think we definitely see them in the finals again.
0: Well, you look at their whole the way their whole team is built. It's not like, you know, none of the guys, I mean, I know Jamal had that uh, the ACL injury, but he came back and he was fine and he's still young enough. But it's like, it's not, I don't think, like, there's not anything that was fluky about this run. It's just, you know, you they, and I said this during the playoffs, they kind of remind me of the first Warriors title team, the pre-KD one, where... You have one like all-time game-changing generational talent and then you have the exact right guys around him that all know exactly what they are and what they are not they do exactly what they're supposed to do they have a coach that knows how to get the most out of every one of these guys they have like you know they they have role players that you know know what they're supposed to do like it just it feels like a team that And it's not even like it's, like, a young core where, like, they're going to have to pay all these guys in two years, and it's like the Thunder where they had, you know, Durant, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka, and they couldn't pay all of them. Like, this just – it feels like the mix is, like, exactly right, and it seems like – especially, like, Bruce Brown is talking about how he's not worried about the money and he wants to come back, especially if Bruce Brown comes back and they just run this back. Like, I don't – and, in fact, I've been going through, you know, because, you know, gaming out just all the different scenarios about – about, like, you know, what, you know, if Portland does this, if they get Zion or they get Mikhail Bridges, where are they in the West? And I go through all the teams that could be making the, you know, in the playoff mix in the West. And, you know, the Warriors are at the end of their run, kind of. The Clippers are kind of at the end of their run. You know, the Lakers, you know, LeBron's old. You don't know how, like, you just go down the list and every team just about, you have questions about, like, oh, are they really going to be that good next year? There's some issues. Denver is the only team that I look at and say, I don't really have any questions about Denver. I don't see any reason why they won't just still be this good next year.
1: Yeah, I mean like they've got their hierarchy. It's Jokic one, it's Murray two, and then goes down from there. I mean, Aaron Gordon is incredible fit next to those two guys. Like everything you'd want in a power forward next to Jokic, I think. Um Look, man, they're they're in a they're in a really great spot. I will uh I will believe Bruce Brown when I see it though. I will believe it when I see it. I Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean look, I'm all I'm all for anybody getting as much money as they can, yeah. especially when you're like Bruce Brown, and you're a role player and you're not guaranteed like three more, you know, max contracts. If he can I get mean, it's, ba-
1: it it's crazy the market undervalued him like they did yeah. last year. If he can get a
0: bag this summer, I don't begrudge him that at all. But, you know Especially now like he's got a ring, maybe now he wants to go get get the bag and, and do whatever, but I mean you look at you know, the way they've drafted Christian Brown uh, was, you know, was good. And, you know, people like Peyton Watson, he didn't play much in the playoffs, but people of that organization say he's going to be good. And they just did that deal with Oklahoma City to get another draft pick. So, you know, so far, you know, this front office has drafted well. And so, you know, I see no reason. I see, I see no reason because the other thing is also Jokic. And, you know, the thing you were talking about, about how he, like, never leaves his feet. That means he's not going to have like crazy injury problems because his game is like as not reliant on athleticism as you can get. So you're not going to have to worry about him like going up for some crazy dunk and tearing his ACL or something because he just never leaves his feet. So as long as he wants to keep playing, honestly, the one thing that could you know, derail this from being a dynasty is if Jokic wakes up one day and is just like, you know what? I'm good. I want to just go back to Serbia and ride horses all the time. I'm just kind of done playing basketball. Like that's the only way that I think this doesn't keep going for the next five years or so.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, (laughs) He was ready to go back home. Oh yeah. He was ready to go back home. I thought Nate Jones made a good point on Twitter too. He's like, you know, when Americans are over in Europe, the first, like they want to get back on the first thing smoking after the season ends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's the right way to think about it. Like Jokic, I mean, I think he definitely likes Denver, but he, he just does not think of America as home. It's not his home. No. Yeah. He, it's where he, he works. works.
0: <laughs> he wants to go back and ride horses and, and do whatever he does. That's great. Christian, I really appreciate you coming on with me to talk through all the Zion stuff and all the stuff with the pick and, and all that. Well, maybe we will do this again in a week, and we're actually talking about a Zion Williamson for Scoot Henderson trade happening.
1: It's going to be a fun eight days, man. Yeah. These these off seasons are never boring down here.
0: No. Are you going to be in Vegas?
1: I believe so, yeah. Okay, I'll see you. I haven't you booked there, yet.
0: Then. All right, I'll talk to you soon, man.
1: All right, Sean. Thanks.